What's going on out there, everyone? It's your boy, Mike Ryder, Mr. Accountability, the man behind the microphone, and you are tuned into another edition of Mike Ryder Talks. I got a special guest in the house with me tonight, and you know what? I ain't going to make y'all wait. Let's go ahead and get into it, man. I'm going to introduce my guest. A lot of y'all may not know who she is. Some of y'all watching this, you may know who she is. This lady is a self-motivator. We're going to get into that. She's someone who she loves self-care. We're talking about someone. She's an author. She's an author. She's an author of Foundation, a book about love, mindfulness, and meditation. And without further ado, I want to introduce you my guest. Miss Emily Rollins. How you doing tonight, ma'am? Great. Great. Hey, Mike, how are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. And for the people who may not know who you are, can you give a brief introduction about yourself? A brief introduction. Uh, like you said, I am a self, uh, self love motivator, a self care advocate. Um, just because of my own personal experience about five years ago, I worked myself into complete exhaustion. And I know, Mike, you and I have, have kind of shared our stories and really, I can really relate to your path to self-care. And I had my own path and it was a period of exhaustion where I couldn't get out of bed for about six months. And so for the next year or so, I really had to almost like unlearn everything and then relearn new things. And then after that, it's just really been me honing my practices. And, and it's, it's really been beautiful and amazing. And along the way, I've shared with people what's happened to me and what I've learned and people that were close to me around me, they knew that something was going on. So they were like, what's happening? You know, my, especially like my husband and my kids, my friends, my family, they're like, are you okay? What's going on? And so all along the way, like I've been sharing my journey. And then it got to the point where last year in 20, well, actually 2020 was when I received, I feel like I received this download of a book and it all just came to me in this really beautiful, fun, easy way. And so I wrote, I, I was writing everything down and I realized I was writing a book and uh, so then that came into the world last year. And uh, and I've just been sharing with everybody about it. And still this year, I've just been sharing and just want to encourage people and give people a message of hope that if you are feeling overwhelmed and burned out and tired, exhausted, want to take like a vacation from life, need a break, all those things, that there, there are things that we can do that can help create, help us create a life that can support us. And so that's ultimately my passion and my mission is to help people realize that, that in order to make the world a better place, we first need to repair our vessel so that then it can hold the water that then we can use to fill other vessels. And that really starts with self-love, which I call self-care in action. So that's me and like kind of a big nutshell. Okay. Okay. And listen, we're going to break all that down, but let's start from the beginning. I know you said you had like a, a breakdown, like a mental breakdown. You were going through like a depressed state. What right. 
what happened to cause that before you got to your burnout? What was going on in your life? Right. That's a great question. Um, well, up to that point, so I was 45 when that happened. And um, up to that point, I had been very much um, a perfectionist and um, really always wanted to do the best. And I thought, you know, well, if this is what someone does at the top of that game, then that's what I want to do. Um, and so I, I did that with all the things. And like, I, I had a pretty, I have a pretty small life. You know, I, I, I'm a mom. I, you know, had my kids, I was raising them. We were raising our kids and all that kind of thing. Um, but within that, I was always pushing myself. I was never good enough. I always, there was always something more I could do. And so I, I realize now, as I look back, I was sort in this constant, there was this constant level of like agitation and pressure that I was putting on myself. And I didn't know until it was gone that it had been there. I don't know if that makes sense, but I was like, oh my gosh. And so um, I actually then, uh, right before my breakdown, which was in the fall of 2016, um, I was um, breaking all these sales records in a direct selling company. And I was having a lot of fun. Yeah, exactly. I was having a lot of fun and um, it was it was energizing and I was traveling all over and doing the things and you know getting the recognition and all the and making the money and all the stuff. Um, it, but it turned out to not be sustainable for me. And so by August or September, I was feeling, like I was um, not able to achieve the goals anymore that I had set. So up to that point, I had been like really much like like a goal setter. Okay, these are my goals. I'm going to write them down and then I'm going to achieve them and I'm going to do everything I can to achieve these goals. And I was ha I still had goals, but I really was feeling kind of like not interested in them. Like I didn't want to do them. I didn't, I wasn't, I just didn't have the energy kind of. And I thought, okay, well, maybe I have the wrong goals. Maybe these goals aren't interesting enough to me to get me out of bed, to do the hard work, to do the things. And I kept trying to rework my goals and I still wasn't really wanting to do that. I wasn't able to get on the phone. I wasn't able to do the work. And after a while I started to realize, okay, this is more than just that my goals aren't right or that I'm not motivated enough or that I'm not doing the right things. There's something deeper going on here. And what I realized in like the middle of the fall was that, oh, there's actually something physically. Like I'm literally exhausted. And then it just progressed until, I mean, I couldn't really get out of bed much. I would get out of bed an hour or two here or there, um, or I would just sit on the couch. I was just I was just done. I was, my body was just like, I'm done. I can't do this anymore. Whatever you're asking me to do is not sustainable for me. And so that was like the big, that was the realization for me that, okay, there's something else going on here besides the fact that I'm just don't have the right goals and I'm not being motivated. So what, besides you not being motivated or you not having the right goals, because of course you had the goals in place, you're breaking sales records, you're traveling, you're doing, you're living the dream. Let's right. just put it out there like that. You are living the dream. What was going on though? It wasn't the goals. It wasn't you being, you know, in the right industry. What was it? Well, um, 
what happened to me in the, in that fall is something that was terrifying and also beautiful at the same time because it was terrifying in the sense that I didn't know what was going on. I didn't understand it and I couldn't control it. It was beyond my ability to actually control it anymore. Like I couldn't be like, okay, well, I'll just do this and that and the other thing and I'll fix it. I, I couldn't be fixed at that point. I just had to like just be and exist. And so as I sort of surrendered into the space of, okay, there is something physically going on with me. And I started to go to doctors and different things to, and get diagnosed. And I actually also got um, like a psychological testing done where I discovered that I had OCD of negative thought patterns. I don't know if you know that's a thing, but it's a thing um, where it's like OCD, you know, but except it's just these mind loops that you can't stop. And so I was, I was causing myself a lot of suffering because of that and a lot of stress. And then also I had generalized anxiety disorder. And up to that point, it had not been diagnosed. So I didn't know. And so for me, um, like I was saying before, when, because I was at this high level of anxiety all the time, I didn't know mm -hmm. that I had it because it was just constant. And so I didn't realize that other people maybe didn't feel that way. And so as I was sort of accepting this new space that I was in, this new reality, um, I started to relax a little bit and be like, okay, like maybe I can explore this new space and see what I can get out of it. Like see what I can learn. Cause what I was doing before worked for a while. And then obviously now it's not working. So I need to understand that and see if I can figure it out. So to answer your question, at one point I was sitting on my bed and I was in the space that I had found, which was what I call accidentally found present moment. So I was in this space of present moment and I've always been a very spiritual person and I grew up um, with a Christian background. And so I, I was always very open to um, spiritual experiences and having this dialogue, this ongoing dialogue with God. And so I was sitting in this space and I was just being really quiet um, in this almost like meditative type state, just sitting right. and um, I knew that there was something that I was afraid to look at that God was basically saying, okay, it's time to look at it. And I was like, I don't want to. Um, and it had been there. For, it, it literally felt like it was like right here, right behind my peripheral vision, just like right, like behind my shoulder. Right. And it had been there for a while. Um, I had been aware of it for, I want to say several months that it, like almost like a physical something. It was, it, it was felt really real. And so I just what was it? Well, I'll tell you, cause I wasn't like, I, I didn't want to look at it. And so, yeah. So I, in this space on my bed, this one day, I, I was like, okay, I, I can't do this anymore. Like whatever this thing that I'm doing, I I'm, I'm ready. I'm going to look at it. So I took a deep breath. And I told myself, and I still do it now. I'll just, sometimes I'll just take a deep breath and say that like, I am safe. Everything, you know, I'm safe in this space. Like I can look at scary things. I can feel scary things. I can feel scary, powerful emotions and I'll be okay. And so in this space, I looked at the thing 
And I heard this voice say, you don't think you're enough. And when I heard that, I knew that it was true. And when I heard it and accepted it, I started to see my life like a slideshow. All the things that I had done based on the belief that I didn't think that I was enough. And I was trying to prove myself. I was, and I just saw it all just play out like this and this and this. It just rolled out in front of me. And, you know, I, I was very emotional. I was crying. I don't know how long it lasted. I was, I don't really, I really don't. It was, it was, I got kind of caught up in this space mm -hmm. and, um, and, I, and I saw it all and I let it just kind of flow, flow through me and I felt it and I released it. And then after it subsided and it calmed down and I calmed down and the slideshow stopped, I heard the words, you are worthy. And it all, everything clicked into place for me in that moment because I, I knew that there was nothing I could do to add to my worthiness. That was it. I, I was in myself being created, being a child of God, being on this earth. I was worthy already. There was nothing I needed to do. Right. That right. was huge. That right there is what, that's one heck of a revelation. <laughs> tell me I'm going to tell you something. Over the weekend, I watched this movie called Soul. Have you watched that? I haven't. Soul is on Disney Plus. Yeah, laugh it up about it, whatever, Disney. Um, but there's a part in the movie where he gets to have a glimpse of what's going on in his life. And he gets to look back at his life. And he gets this revelation that his life was meaningless. Like he felt worthless. Mm -hmm. But then towards the end of the revelation, he started feeling worthy. He started feeling meaning. He started, or he started uh, finding his meaning. He started finding, he started feeling meaningful. Like his life started seeing like it meant something. He, he then had a sense of direction. And you have to excuse me because I just got excited because watching the movie, it was a very good movie. Now, it is a cartoon movie, but, you know, as adults, when we watch this stuff, yeah, I watched it with my daughter. When we watch it as adults, it gives us different meaning than it gives them. Yeah. So watching this, it's like, OK, I start to look at my life. You know, have I been living a meaningful life? Have I been out here living a life filled with purpose? And, you know, we went through this before you and I, when I first met you, we talked about these similar things, but enough about me. Let's get back to you. So once you started feeling like you were worthy again, what was that transformation like? Like what came over you then? Right. I mean, like you said, uh, it was, it was powerful. I'm not sure the word you used, but I can't remember, but um, it, it changed everything for me. I mean, it was life changing. It wasn't just uh, an intellectual revelation. It 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 was in my body. It was in my soul, and of course, it, spiritual. Yeah, it really was transformative. And so, I really was in this space now of being peaceful and being okay, and really being able to be in present moment. And just 
be, be quote unquote, just be, you know, don't be, don't do just be. And, um, I was a doer, totally a doer. And so it was really interesting now with this revelation, like you said, to look at myself in my life and the things that were around me and the things that I was perceiving and look at them through this new lens. And I found myself being really curious, like, oh, that's interesting. What would the old me have, how would the old me have reacted to this? And then how would, how's the new me going to react? So it was almost like I was just literally like a baby deer that was learning how to walk. And I was like, <laughs> okay, like where, I don't know what to do. I, I, I feel completely brand new. Um, so it was just being, I was really curious and I really, really just in this space of peace. And to be honest, I was kind of blissed out for a while. <laughs> it was, it was pretty awesome. Um, and it lasted for quite some time where I was just like, I don't have to do anything. I'm worthy. This is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> finding new purpose in life, finding this new yeah. self, you know, yeah. finding worthiness within self. It's a great feeling. It's a great feeling. Yeah. So once you started finding that worthiness, what are some of the things that changed in your life? You talked about how your old self would handle things versus your new self. Let's give mm -hmm. some examples. What changed? Oh gosh. I mean, day to day, it was, I got into this space of, so what I say is um, that we should, we should on ourselves all the time. I should do this. I should do that. And I was always shooting on myself. <laughs> and um, so, oh, thanks, Alicia. <laughs> I heard a thing popped up. Um, so I really became aware of that. And so the first piece for me, and you're talking about practical, really the first piece for me was, what am I thinking about myself in, in relation to real life? Because I was, like I said, it was really hard on myself. Okay, well, I, I should make sure, I, don't, I can't really give, I should make sure that all the dishes are done and the house is clean and the bills are paid and, and we run a couple of different companies. So, you know, I have the obligations there. So I, I should do all of those things all the time. And so now I took a step back and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm really shooting on myself. So how can I say that differently? And so what I really started to do in a really, really practical way was, and as you know, Mike, and I'll share with everyone here, I'm huge about present moment because present moment is so powerful. And so what I would do is I would sit and I would take a deep breath because that would help me connect to the now and not have these crazy running thoughts and, and these should things and I'm not worthy, I'm not enough. I need to do this. I need to do that. People are relying on me and all this stuff. And I would just take a deep breath and I would say, and I still do it. This is five years later. I still do it constantly throughout the day. It's my practice. What is the most beneficial for, thing for me to do right now? Hmm. And, it's, and it's, sometimes it's what is the most beneficial thing for me to do for myself right now? And sometimes it's more what is the most beneficial thing for me to do right now? Like more in general. And let my mind calm down. And in that space, I really believe that we're able to hear, we're able to hear the messages that are always being sent to us, these messages of love that are always being sent. 
but we're too busy. Our mind is too busy. Our body's too busy. We are shooting on ourselves. We have so many obligations. But what if, like, what if we paused for even five seconds? It really doesn't take that long. It doesn't even take five minutes. I mean, take one deep breath and ask yourself. And in that space, and this, I was doing this throughout the day. So you're asking about like practically, like, what does this look like? I would just be like, I would get up in the morning and I would just take a deep breath and I'd be like, what is the most beneficial thing for me to do right now? And sometimes it would be to sit. Sometimes it would be to read. Sometimes it would be to meditate. Sometimes it would be to journal. But sometimes it would be to clean the whole house. And I wanted to do it and it felt really, really good. And what's so amazing, and I'll just add this on real quick because this could be a whole other conversation, was when I allowed myself to be in that space. And we actually talked about in Clubhouse this weekend, talked about motivation versus inspire, inspiration. So I was waiting for this inspiration piece that would give me the fuel to do the thing. So maybe I was like, what do I really want to do? I really want to file all the papers that have been sitting there for six months. But when in my previous life, I would have said, oh, I really need to file those papers. And why haven't I filed them yet? I'm really Still behind. don't go file them. Yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have filed them because my thoughts were sucking all the energy out of me. But when I gave myself the space to be like, Emily, you could do whatever you wanted to do right now. Whatever you wanted to do, you could do it. And I played around with that a lot, like a child almost. I was like, you know what I actually really want to do right now? I want to file all those papers. That sounds really fun to me. And I know it would feel really good to get them done. And what would happen is when I was in that inspired place, when I was in that inspired action place because of being a present moment and taking this deep breath and honoring myself and asking what the best thing was for me to do and then waiting for the inspiration to hit me, I had all the energy and the motivation I needed to do the project. And most of the time, if not every time, I completed it way faster than I would have if I'd forced myself to do it. And that started to happen all the time. And I started to realize I was onto something and I had to start telling more people about it. So that was, that's like the, the background sort of for the space that I was in when I started to really practice present moment awareness. And that was, that's like the basis of my book, the foundation it's present moment awareness. So present moment awareness, you're not shooting on yourself. You know, listen to me carefully. I'm not saying what you guys may think I'm saying, and she hasn't said what you guys think she's saying. I'm not saying that. You're, you're not shooting on yourself. You're not living in the past. You're not living in your mind. You don't have constant rotation of thoughts that are saying, hey, you're not worthy. Hey, you should have turned left instead of turning right. Hey, you should have told them such and such in that argument last night, which you lost. <laughs> now it's more like, hey, I'm in the moment. Let me enjoy this moment. And while you're in the moment, instead of you filing papers, you start enjoying yourself even more. What are some of the other things you would do just to enjoy the moment? Yeah, great question. So I reconnected to my love of dance. All my, my whole life growing up, I was a ballet dancer and I did different types of dance. And what had also happened to me during my breakdown in 2016 was my body broke down too. My hip seized up 
my back was hurting so bad that I could barely move. And I'd also been a fitness instructor for about 15 years. And so there was these huge pieces of my identity that were just being like, guess what? You're not fit anymore. You're not a dancer anymore. You're not this, that, the other thing. So I kind of got unmade. So in this space of present moment, um, the first layer of was of me breathing. And so I found myself taking these deep breaths. Enjoying the and, air, enjoying the, just the yeah, breathing. Just, <clears throat> and what I've learned since then, Mike, is that the best way to calm down your nervous system is to do conscious, slow breathing, which I didn't know. I just was doing it because I was connected. I was connected. How do you think they passed a lot of te the test on the movies that we watch, like yeah. the TV shows? They just breathe slow. They take calm, <laughs> deep breaths. That's it. <laughs> that's, that's, that, that's a good tip. That's a good life hack. <laughs> yes, just in case you get caught up. Okay. Um, yeah. But carry on. I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh, no, it's good. I love it. Um, yeah. And so then from there, because I, I truly am answering your question. So from there... Um, I started to just be aware of my surroundings, myself in space, what I was hearing, what I was smelling, what I was um, tasting, um, seeing. So the next thing that I would do, you said, what was I doing? I was out in nature a lot. So I was either sitting in nature with my dogs or by myself, or I was walking. I like to be by water a lot. Yeah. I mean, I, I just, I just got drawn to nature in a way that I never had before. And so that was a really strong present moment practice for me. And then the next layer for me was um, connecting to my, uh, being aware of my thoughts. I actually created something called the be the moment process, which takes you through all these seven layers. But one of the layers is what I call be movement. And so it was reconnecting and it really just started with me slowly moving. Like I would breathe and just roll my shoulders or roll my head or just reach up over my head. You know, when I take a deep breath, you know how we just kind of, we naturally kind of go, oh, like that, you know? I mean, I was just reconnecting almost like a baby learning it for the first time. Like I said, like a baby deer, just being like, I don't know how to, to walk. I'm, I'm relearning everything in this new way and within this new paradigm of the fact that I'm worthy and I don't have to do anything. And so then I started moving more and stretching. And then that turned into more like fluid movement. And then eventually it started to turn into more like what kind of what I call like intuitive dancing. And so this, these are the different things that I was exploring. And then I actually, in 2018, I started leading um, a present moment be the moment group at my house uh, and we would go through all these steps. So I, that, that's just what I was doing. I really was learning how to do everything. And it felt like I was learning how to do everything for the first time, even though I was, you know, over 45 years old, it was kind of crazy. So like just reintroducing yourself to life and reconnected with nature. You know, I had a similar experience yeah. myself because of course we met on clubhouse. And in your club, you know, you talk about self-care. I'm new to self-care. But during my self-care journey and this journey of relearning myself, I found myself the other day, I took myself on a date. 
not a lot of guys do that. Not a lot of women do that. Not a lot of people in general will take themselves on dates. So I took myself on a date the other week. I stood outside my car and just, I just stood there. I just took in the sun. I took in the fresh air. You know, I made sure I wiped my face because I had my hot wings. You know, you have, you, you don't want wing sauce all on your face. But I just, I made sure I wiped my face and I just took in some deep breaths. And I was just like, dude, this moment is worth lasting forever. Which I know it won't last forever, but it was still a great moment to have. Whereas in the past, just like yourself, I'm caught up in the congestion of life. I'm always busy. I got to get this done. I got to get that done. I got to be here. I got to be there. I got to clean up at home. I got customers waiting. You know what? Them customers are going to be there. Now, I don't make customers wait. Hold on, y'all. I don't want y'all to if you look me up. I have great reviews. Sure. I take care of my customers, but at the same time, I have to understand that I have to take care of me. Mike has to be taken care of just as well as Emily has to be taken care of just as well as anyone, anyone who's watching this, you have to take care of yourself. Now, one of the ways to do that is start enjoying the moment. Mm -hmm. Each moment that you're granted here on earth is precious. It's a gift. You will not get that moment back. So whatever happens in that moment, that stays in that moment. Be thankful for it. Use it wisely because the next moment is not promised. The next day is not promised. So like I said, I stood out in the sun that day. I took it in, let it hit my skin. I took my deep breaths. I enjoyed the fresh air and I was like, dude, I can just remember and reflect back on two, three years ago, I would have not been doing this. Pandemic or no pandemic, Mike Ryder would have not just been standing out at two o'clock in the afternoon, enjoying the sun. So now to me, all the small things matter. Every moment in life matters and I tackle it different, just like yourself. Just like yourself. And when we start living in that moment, we start to see the beautiful things in life. And when we talk about living in the moment, you know, I'm fairly younger than you. But, you know, the people around my age and even the ones who are younger than me, they, they have this thing where they think living in the moment is just living it up, just right. doing irresponsible things. You remember that saying, YOLO, you only live once. We're not talking about that. Of course, you only live once and you only get to see this day once in your lifetime. But we're talking about enjoying the moment on a higher level, appreciating that moment, appreciating God for that moment, appreciating that he gave you life, understanding that you don't have to be here. So when you get into moments like that, you get, you know, you get into nature like that, you start to appreciate things like this. I'm gonna go ahead and make this bigger. Oh, you yeah. sent me a picture. Is that you standing out there? What, did you take that with the phone or with a professional camera? Yeah, that's just honest. That's just my husband. My husband just took a picture. That's at our lake cottage. He just took that picture. And that's just a whole other the moment. Story. Yeah, I mean, just that, that picture really encapsulates our journey that we've been on because as I've been going on this journey of self-care, he has been 
um, coming along with me. And like I said, we have, we run several businesses, so we have these other things going on, but we've been able to prioritize ourselves and take care of ourselves. And in that space, we're actually, it's crazy, but we're actually way more relaxed. We're, we're making more money than we ever had. And so, so you're not like, I really want to make sure that people know I'm not, I really am not saying that you're like withdrawing from life and that you're sacrificing anything because I truly believe, and you've probably experienced this, Mike, as you take care of yourself, you are there. You are there for the world. You can be there. You can, you can participate more because you are, your cup is full. And so yes, this like, yes. this state cottage for me, this picture is really important. And that's why I shared it with you is because it symbolizes for me that we can have this life in and have prioritized self-care and have this, this life that we created and, and be in this world and be beneficial to the world and to the people around us because we have prioritized making sure that we I mean, even if you just want to go to practical things, making sure that you you have had good sleep, that you have good food around you, that you you are creating this life to support you. So what I like to say is that that you're creating a life that loves you. So this life right. is supporting you. And once you have this life is supporting you and you're filled up and your cup is full. Oh, my gosh. Then it just is pouring out of you. You can't even help it. And so people around you are benefiting. It's, yes. it's this beautiful, amazing thing that happens. And I had it all backwards in my head. It was all flipped around in my head. And now I'm just here to tell people it actually benefits everybody, the whole world. If we can yes. practice self, well, what I said is self-care is self-love in action. So if we can practice self-love, and I love that you said that you went on a date with yourself, because I actually, when people say, oh, I have, I'm going to go do this by myself. I'm going to do this by myself. I'm like, no, you're doing it with yourself. You're with yourself. Like you, you get to be in this relationship with yourself. And it's this beautiful thing where you're caring for yourself. So it's just this, this space. I don't remember where I was going with that, but I'm just, I'm just super excited about self-care as you can tell. It's okay. It's okay. It happens to me. It happened to me earlier. And see, man, when we get into self-care, like you said, you start appreciating moments like that. Yeah. You start appreciating moments like this. I see myself a lot just saying, you know what? This is a beautiful sky. This is a beautiful sunset. I wouldn't have been able to appreciate that in years past because I'm so caught up in going to work, going to handle business, going to pay bills, going to grocery shop going here, going there, just ripping and running. And you're right. Once I started taking myself a little bit more serious, my self-care more serious, I started viewing things differently. Yeah. Without and you find that you can be there. I mean, can you can be there more for the people in your life. Do you yes. find that? I mean, yes. you're more able. I was just about to get into that. Okay, good. Great. I, I love it. I was just about to get into that. So like now in this current state that I'm in, when I, I take a step back, 
I reprioritize things in my life. I'm a better father. I'm a better brother. I'm a better son. I'm a better friend. Business is flourishing. Like you said, you guys are making more money now. At this point in my life, this year, second year of the pandemic, um, I'm older. I'm not in the same shape that I was years ago. However, I make more money now. Mm-hmm. I'm this halfway through year. Not okay. We're in year five of my business. In month six, I had made the most money six months in than I had made any other year. That's amazing. Congratulations. Five years is a big deal. That and is a big deal. Your own business. That's a big, that's a huge accomplishment. That's awesome. Appreciate that. Appreciate that. And that's usually when people start to get out of the red anyway. Right. But just the combination of being in it for the long haul and then re- Organizing myself, reprioritizing. I can't even get it. <laughs> reprioritizing. Yeah, exactly. My life and <laughs> how I dedicate myself to my life that helped me to get to those gains. You know what I'm saying? So, 100%. yeah, we're, we're in agreement right there. So, I want to ask you this with your book. Let's go ahead and get into your book, Foundation. Sure. That's your first book. That's your only book. Tell me oh, about that book. So yeah. Yeah. So like I said, in 2000, it doesn't really matter the year, but it was 2020. um, I started to receive these big chunks of thoughts and they just kept coming. And I was actually feeling kind of uncomfortable because it was like just so many thoughts. And so then I started just writing them down and I realized after a while, oh my gosh, I'm writing this book. I'm writing a book. And it all just came together in this really beautiful way. And because I had was in a space of being in present moment and saying what's most beneficial for me right now, I told myself, I'm not going to write this book if it's not fun. I want to have fun the whole time because I had heard stories and I'd always wanted to write a book. It's just something a lot of us write a lot. I feel like I find like a lot of people like, I want to write a book someday. (laughs) So I I had this thing inside. I was like, oh, I want to write a book. And so, but I had heard stories of, of writers, authors, um, just like, oh, it's so hard. And I, I have writer's block and, you know, those types of things. And I was like, I'm not going to do this unless it's fun. And so it just the whole time was this beautiful, fun thing that I did. And it turned out that it was called Foundation and that it had three parts to it, which is love, which is love and self-love. And then mindfulness, which is for me, mindfulness is present moment awareness. And then the meditation piece, which for me is a more deliberate form of mindfulness. It's a little bit more of a practice at that point. Um, And so what I love about my book and what I was trying to do is write it for somebody that was in the space that I was in five years ago prior to my breakdown. Somebody that was was really feeling like they weren't enough. So they were trying to do all these things, that they're overwhelmed, stressed out, you know, all of that. And so I, I wrote it so that it's really manageable. They're short chapters and there's actually meditations that go with each chapter. They're, they're recorded. I, I, I um, spent a lot of time on the meditations. I, there's music, there's me speaking, um, cause, because I really feel like that's a super important part of foundation. And I call it the foundation experience when you put the book with the meditations. So I share um, 
some of my story and then some concepts. And then we follow it up with a meditation piece. And it's basically seven chapters and you really could do one chapter a day if you wanted to. It's very manageable. I wanted it to be like that because I didn't want to be like, oh, you're overwhelmed. Here's a big, huge book you have to read now. Get out. Like nobody's going to do that if they're overwhelmed. No, not at so all. I wanted, no, I wanted it to be fun, bite-sized pieces, manageable, like, like really, oh, I'm looking forward to it. Oh, I get to do my meditation tonight, you know? Um, so that's, that's my, uh, my book. Look, I appreciate you for putting something out like this because people need help. A lot of people don't understand the importance of self-care. A lot of people don't understand the importance of self-love. A lot of people go through times and seasons in their life where they feel worthless. They don't feel worthy. They don't feel like they were made to do anything. They don't feel like they, they feel like they're a waste of space. And I'm here to tell you, you are not. You are not. None of us are. God created all of us for a reason. God created all of us for a purpose. He created all of us to be happy, joyful. He created all of us to be successful, to be fruitful, as the Bible says. Just, just to love one another, to love yourself. And he wants you to figure out your purpose. It doesn't have to be a big journey to figure it out. It's going to come to you when the time is right. It will reveal yourself, reveal itself. I'm sorry. I'm all tongue tied tonight. I apologize, Emily, but you're saying good stuff. I think it's all just like flowing out of you and your, and your mouth is having a hard time keeping up with it. <laughs> my mind is like on 130 miles per hour. My mouth is on like 30 miles per hour. So That's <laughs> great though. It's good. With that being said, you know, I like to play games with my guests. Correct. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we'll go ahead and get to this. Oh no! Let me put my I'm clock up. Clock, because I'll get stressed out. <laughs> well, guess what? <laughs> okay. I got to do it to you. <laughs> and you know, the thing I like to do with my guests is called rapid fire. Yeah. Um. Pretty much, I say a word, a phrase, ask a question. The first thing that comes to your mind, that's your answers. There's no right or wrong answer. There's no that. prize at the end of the game. Oh, sad. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, we can give you a free copy of um your book, but I'm pretty sure you already have that. <laughs> yeah. With that being said, I'm about to start this at the bottom. Boom, boom. Take that off. Are you ready? I'm ready. Emily Rollins. Let's start this rapid fire. The first thing I got for you is self-care. Fundamental. Self-love. Um, gosh. Oh, necessary. What motivates you? Um, being happy in the moment. What inspires you? Oh, I love having conversations like this. Success is feeling fulfilled. Love. Love is the energy of the entire universe and love is God. God. 
Well, how I see God is is love. He is the energy that holds and sustains the entire universe and and he's flowing it to us all the time. Family. Family is complicated. <laughs> ding ding ding. You made it through the end. You made it through the end. I saw the stress on your face. Listen, it's all good, baby. You killed it. You so killed good. it. Good job. Let's go ahead and take that off. Let's take that off. Let's move this. I appreciate you for coming on. I'm so glad that we connected on Clubhouse. I really love what you're doing. So thanks for having me. Same to you. And you know, I'm going to be in your room Saturday. I couldn't come up to talk much last Saturday. I was ripping okay. and running. No worries. That's when I bought my Christmas tree or whatever. Me and my daughter put it up. Well, she decorated it. I helped her put it up. Um, but thank you for coming on. Yes, my it pleasure. Honor. But I do want to ask you, is there any closing remarks that you would have for someone who's listening or watching? Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I love connecting. Connecting is my thing. And that's why I love these conversations. And so if you'd love to connect with me, I would love to connect with you. So if anything that, that we've shared today resonates with you, I would um, invite you to go to my website, which is emilyrawlings.com. It's E-M-I-L-I-E.com. Uh, and you can sign up for my newsletter there and you'll actually get some free gifts um, just for connecting. And um, then you'll stay updated on all the things. And if you go to my website, you'll also um, see there's a video about my book and, and uh, you can find out more information about my book if that sounds good too. I just want to connect. So I'd love to hear from, from everybody. That's it. Okay. Okay. Look, nothing wrong with that. Love to connect. And what she doesn't know is her website is in the description of this video. I got the website on the YouTube. I got this website on the Facebook description. Perfect. I have her Instagram on there. I have her business Facebook page in the description of every location where this can be viewed or heard so connect with emily connect 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 she loves it as far as me i'm your host mike Ryder, the man behind the microphone mr accountability myself i love self-care as well but you know how i do it every time i'm out here before we go you see the ticker at the bottom of the screen until we meet again be blessed i love y'all i'm out